coming up. If somebody gets a DWI one, two, three times, that's, you know, there's a problem there. That's right. not just a one one-time thing or a happenstance. They probably do have a problem and they need to get help for that because we don't want to lock somebody up for the rest of their life that, you know, really needs to just be rehabilitated. I'm Benson Varghese, founder and CEO of Varghese Somerset, Dallas-Fort Worth's fastest growing law firm. I built this firm by hiring the best in the business, providing unparalleled client service and delivering exceptional results. I started this firm in 2014 out of just a nine by 12 office and I've since grown to a seven figure law firm with over 30 employees in multiple practice areas, quickly named as being one of the fastest growing companies in the nation by Inc. Magazine, named the best law firm in Fort Worth by readers of the Star-Telegram, the best place for working parents by the Fort Worth Chamber, and named one of the fastest growing companies by Fort Worth Inc. Our approach is to eliminate the traditional friction points people face when needing legal services by modernizing processes, ensuring availability of counsel, and making information accessible to everyone in need. In each episode, I sit down with an influential and inspiring individual who has left their mark on the legal industry to unveil how it works, how it doesn't, and how we can help. So tell me who you are, where you work, and why you're in this line of work. My name is Sarah McDonald. I work for La Hacienda Treatment Center, and I'm in this line of work because I got sober almost 13 years ago, and I wanted to, I loved treatment. I went to treatment personally. I worked in corporate America um, prior to, and I drank with clients every day. And while I thought that that was something that you did as a part of the job, um, I didn't know about my history and my family history of substance use disorder. So um, I have a long line of alcoholism in my family. And um, I learned that whenever I went to treatment, I learned that this is a genetic disease. And I learned that there was nothing that I could do about it. You know, I was either going to get it or I wasn't going to get it. So going to treatment for me changed the game. I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about um, alcoholism and what it is and what it is not. Um, and I kind of became proud of the fact that I was chosen to um, to under to endure this ism, if you will, because I knew exactly when I went to treatment that I had a purpose in this industry and I wanted to be the voice of recovery and addiction treatment. Um, I can't explain it, but I knew what my purpose was when I went through treatment and what I wanted to do when I got out. So when I went, when I got out, I, I went back to school to be a licensed chemical dependency counselor. And then I got a job right away doing um, business development and marketing. And basically what that is, is going out and meeting the people in my community um, to to allow them to understand what addiction is and to use me as a resource to get people into addiction treatment. Yeah, it's a powerful reason to to find your calling. Yeah. So tell me about La Hacienda and how it's different from other facilities we might hear about. Yeah. La Hacienda is one of the oldest treatment centers in Texas. We've been serving people since 1972. This is our 50th year that we have been treating clients. Um, we are in network with pretty much all commercial insurances. And so 
it keeps the cost a lot lower than traditional um, drug and alcohol treatment centers. Not everybody has um, insurance, but we like to really educate people on how to understand that system and get them the help that they need. One of the biggest differences about La Hacienda is that we have a full medical team that sees the patients every day while they're in treatment. Um, all of our doctors are double boarded in addiction medicine and in turtle medicine. So while they're teaching the clients about um, their disease of alcoholism, they're also able to um, kind of manage other symptoms that they might be having. So somebody with cocaine addiction and heart issues, somebody with fibromyalgia and opiate addiction, they can really address the whole person. Um, and that's something that we really pride ourselves on. Our doctors fully believe that um, alcoholism and drug addiction is a, is a brain disease. And so they teach the clients about the brain disease and where it happens in the brain. Um, and they have them really understand what it is and how to properly stay sober. Um, we have 56 clinical professionals. So we kind of pair people with who they need to be. So we know our therapist, we do a proper assessment and we pair people with exactly who they need to be. Um, we have different tracks at La Hacienda. So we have um, a relapse track. We have a track for the young adult, the failure to launch. So that's 18 to 24 year olds. Uh, we have a Christian track, which is completely optional. But if somebody wants to use or incorporate any of their um, Christianity or spiritual beliefs into their recovery, they're able to do that. Uh, we meet people where they're at. So not most addicts and alcoholics are not about God. They do not want anything to do with God. And so we know that. And so we've been doing this a really long time and we, we know how to meet people where they're at and get them to where they need to be. So that is completely optional. Um, we are a 12-step program. And again, that's, a, that's something that some people are like, I do not want a 12-step program. Um, I do not believe in God. And that's okay. I've had tons of atheists come through my program. If you're willing, open, and honest about your um, addiction, you're go we're going to get you sober, whether you believe in God or not. We're going to help you understand. Other people do want to incorporate that. And, and that's, that's great too. That doesn't mean that someone can or cannot go to our program or can't stay sober. So we have seven full days of clinical programming. A lot of treatment centers are just Monday through Friday, lax time on the weekend. So patients get eight additional days of real clinical programming. Um, and so, you know, they get, they get a lot from us. Um, we have teachers that teach big book, which is 12 step recovery. Um, so they leave there knowing exactly how to stay sober and what to do to stay sober long-term. Um, everybody's different. Not everybody does a step down program. Uh, we do recommend somebody go from residential treatment to an in intensive outpatient program, which what that means is they come back home after 30 days and, um, they're able to go to work. They're able to um, see their children. They're able to either live at home or a sober living home. And then they go do some substance abuse education in the evenings. And so it's just like a little step down, like what they learned, they were in this bubble um, and they were very protected. And, you know, and then you come back home to all the chaos again, you can't, you can't uh, manage what's going on around you. And so it's really hard for people to go from that 
home and stay sober. So we really do recommend somebody going to an intensive outpatient program so that they can stay in that. We also recommend sober living and we recommend that somebody continue on with a 12-step program because it's super important. Um, we teach them mind, body, spirit. So, you know, you teach them, you have all these tools and they get back home and then they don't utilize those tools, their success rate isn't going to be very good. So um, going to meetings, finding a fellowship, going to IOP, um, getting into a sober living home, thats those are all things um, which protects your investment, if you will. Where is La Hacienda located? Tell me a little bit about the facility. And then as people go back home, do you have relationships across the state? Yes. La Hacienda is in Hunt, Texas, in the beautiful Texas Hill Country. We have 40 acres of land, which is on the Guadalupe River. And so it's very serene. It's ideal for someone to go off and get get their sense of self back. Um, a lot of people want to stay in the Metroplex or um, in a big city environment. And, and to tell you the truth, the best treatment centers aren't in big metropolitan Metroplexes because, again, People are around the same people, places, and things, um, and it's not healthy and conducive to their recovery. So an environment that's peaceful, um, which is you're physically getting away from the chaos, you're going into a remote location for safety purposes. A lot of people feel secure um, for the legal reasons. You leave um, Hunt, Texas and La Hacienda and you don't know where you are. It's in the middle of nowhere. It's kind of rural. And so um, it's just a great place to really get sober. You know, sometimes we get the question of whether a facility is a lockdown or not, and you've actually educated me on this topic, but talk to us a little bit about lockdown facilities and then why, I think you just mentioned it, why being kind of in a remote location helps so much with recovery. Sure. In the state of Texas, there are no lockdown facilities. They can only do that with a court order um, or if they're going to jail or prison. They used to, mental health facilities used to be locked down to protect themselves and others. And that still is kind of the case when you're dealing with mental health. When you're dealing with substance abuse, it's truly voluntary. And if they're 18 and older, they can decide to leave whenever they want to. We have not had very many people that just leave treatment uh, what we call AMA, really because they they get there and they're loved on for the first time in a really long time. They are loved on. They are understood. Um, they're there with people who have been through the same thing they've been through. And so it rarely happens that somebody just leaves. Um, we want people to be there and we want those people to stay sober. And I think that that environment um, and that healing environment and that healing place is something that they wanna be a part of once they get there. Now, if they do decide to leave, we're in that rural remote location and there's just nowhere for them to go. So a lot of times, um, if that does happen, somebody's chasing them down and talking them off a ledge and um, we usually get them back into the facility and, and on their way. Now, Terry, you're located here in Tarrant County. Mm -hmm. And of course, my practice is in Tarrant County. What kind of relationship does La Hacienda have with folks that are going through our local criminal justice system? So in every major metropolitan city, we have a La Hacienda outreach office. So basically someone goes to treatment for 30 days and they come back home and we are a safe landing. So we have an office here and we have weekly ongoing alumni meetings that meet every single week 
for the rest of their life. They're completely free and they can utilize that. So that's just something that um, we really use as um, a place for them to have a soft landing, for them to be with other La Hacienda alumni, for them to learn how to uh, utilize the tools that we gave them while they were there. So how to find a sponsor, how to go to a meeting, where to go to a meeting, how to act in a meeting, um, just lots of resources. Sometimes they are paired with a therapist here locally. And if their therapist isn't working out, I'm right there to be able to suggest a new therapist. Um, so I know all the resources here in the area um, to kind of really fit people where, where they need to be. And I can do that, you know, whether someone goes to La Hacienda or not. I'm an addiction specialist and my job is really to understand your client and what their needs are. So if they just need to go to an AA program, I can suggest that. If they need to go to a therapist, I can suggest that. If they need to just go to an intensive outpatient. So I really get to know the client, um, if you will, and then figure out kind of what the best um, needs that they have are. It's so often the case that I know the criminal justice system is not built to really help my client or rehabilitate my client. And I'm looking to get a client into a, a program that actually helps them. Does La Hacienda have any history with our local judges where we go in or someone from your organization goes in to talk about, here's what we can provide as an alternative to something like safety? So part of my job as being the community liaison between La Hacienda and Tarrant County is getting to know lawyers, judges, therapists, doctors, nurses, anybody who would potentially be sending to someone to a higher level of care for substance abuse. Um, with that said, I do know a lot of the judges locally, and they have shared with me that they are pro-treatment, pro-recovery. They want people to get sober, but it has to be the idea of the lawyer. So the so I try to educate lawyers on substance abuse and I try to be the voice of recovery and substance abuse here locally. And so that's why I'm here. That's why I want to get to know you and I want to get to know your clients. But La Hacienda is very familiar with the court system. We are able to provide admit letters to the courts. We're able to provide weekly progress notes to the courts, uh, discharge plans to the court, what we've found, what we see. And actually that helps a client because all these underlying issues are why they're getting in trouble in the first place. Um, if somebody gets a DWI, one, two, three times, that's, you know, there's a problem there. That's right. not just a one, one time thing or a happenstance. They probably do have a problem and they need to get help for that because we don't want to lock somebody up for the rest of their life that, you know, really needs to just be rehabilitated. Does La Hacienda address all substance abuse issues or are there certain substances that don't meet the criteria for intake? La Hacienda meets all substance abuse criteria. We treat everything. Um, there's a lot of addictions that go hand in hand. Um, we do, we can treat a dual diagnosis patient. Again, that is somebody who has depression, anxiety, maybe an eating disorder. Um, there's other isms and other addictions. We call them co-occurring disorders that happen that go alongside with substance abuse. And we can handle most of those. So I understand that La Hacienda also has a track specifically for certain professions or professionals that kind of find themselves in substance abuse 
issues maybe more than other professions? Yeah, we um, we like to call our doctors teach about this acronym called HALT, hungry, angry, lonely, tired. There's certain professions that meet those criteria. Lawyers being a huge percent of that population, doctors and pilots. And so people that are in these high stressful jobs, they get hungry, angry, lonely, tired, right? And so you're working these long hours and, you know, after a day's work, you're wanting to drink something to calm down. You might take something to fall asleep and you might take something to pick yourself up in the morning, or you might take something to um, allow you to work at all hours of the night. And so that's something that goes hand in hand. And we don't talk about that very much, but it is something that is going on and happens. So we do have a professional track for doctors, lawyers, nurses, anybody who could potentially be losing their licensure or um, reports to a board or the state board of any kind. And we really wrap around and come together and really provide the services for them that they need to stay sober. And um, if they are losing their license or a board or they need us to help maintain those licensures, our doctors are right there to kind of address it and kind of um, really advocate for them on, you know, this was a substance abuse issue and this is what I see, and this is what we did to help them. And um, and then they usually do very well in our program. Good. So for attorneys specifically, we have TLAP as one of the avenues for support and assistance for mm-hmm. lawyers. Have you ever worked with TLAP? Yes, TLAP refers to La Hacienda a lot. Um, what I do see is that a lot of lawyers are scared to use TLAP because they feel like they're going to get caught or they're going to get exposed. Um, TLAP is confidential. Uh, nobody has to know that you're using those services. And actually, TLAP provides up to $10,000 um, for you to go get treatment or help. So if you do have a lawyer that doesn't have insurance or doesn't have money, they're there to help um, provide you with some monetary um, funds for you to be able to go access your recovery treatment. Talking about funds for treatment, um, are there any places where a person who currently does not have insurance might go apply to get insurance that would then qualify them to come to La Hacienda? Yes. Um, I, I try to tell everybody to go to healthcare.gov. Um, there are two policies on there that La Hacienda um, accepts, and that's the Oscar policy and a Blue Cross Blue Shield policy. And those policies are just, they act like normal commercial policies. And so, you know, we don't know whether they went on healthcare.gov or not. It just acts as a normal commercial policy and they're able to go to La Hacienda. So I really try to get people to go on that site and get um, insurance because that's what it's there for. In terms of generally having something covered through an insurance company, when is the best time to either refer a client to La Hacienda or for a client to start that application process? Whether they have insurance or not, I mean, obviously, December, January, it's kind of gets fishy. So the middle of December going into January, their policy might, you know, if they haven't renewed it, their policy might not be good. And so um, we never take somebody to collections, though. We want people to get sober. Um, If somebody needs to do a payment plan or if somebody needs to do a promissory note, we're there to help them whenever they need financial 
distress is not something that we want to get in the way of them getting sober. And so we're going to help them in every step of the way, try to get an access treatment. What's the criteria for an insurance company to be able to cover a stay at La Hacienda? So basically, um, let's just take a lawyer, for example, referring a client. If your client is in jail, we can go and do an assessment in jail and get them from jail to La Hacienda. And that would be basically going door to door, if you will. If you have a client that is in um, a psych hospital, it's better to get them in the psych hospital going from door to door. So what the state of Texas insurance says specifically is that if a client has been sober longer than 72 hours, they do not meet criteria for residential use. Therefore, they won't pay it. Okay, good to know. The earlier we can get a family involved or a client involved, essentially the better. We'll yes. Okay. Yes, we can never tell them to um, continue to use or drink because that's illegal. But um, basically, somebody has to be an active addict or alcoholic, which a lot of times they are, whether they're in jail or not. Um, but the sooner that you know that this is going on and we can get them door to door, the better it is for insurance purposes. A lot of times, especially when we're talking about professionals or someone who's never been to treatment before, it seems the biggest hurdle is just getting over this fear of what's treatment going to be like? What are people going to think about me? Yeah. How do we as attorneys help guide our clients to a facility that can really help them? For me personally, when I was um, a successful person in business, I was scared and adamant about not going to treatment. I thought treatment was for those people that live under a bridge. Um, we used to use the word rehab a lot, and it was this negative word, and nobody wanted to um, go there. Uh, now we use softer, kinder words like treatment, and um, we have learned a lot more about the disease of addiction and alcoholism. This is not something that you can just turn on and off. It's not a mor moral failure either. It is specifically, um, it affects the pleasure zone in your brain, um, and you can't control it. It's a disease just like diabetes uh, and cancer. You have to go to a hospital and you have to get help for it um, for you to maintain long-term sobriety. I think one of the biggest things is that I had a college degree. Um, I had a good family. I didn't come from a horrible home. Um, I wasn't your typical person that would be an alcoholic. Um, but most of the people that go to treatment are like you and me. And so one of the things that I learned when I got to treatment was that there were people there who were just like you and me. Um, they came from all walks of life. Uh, they didn't necessarily have horrible um, broken homes. Uh, it, this disease doesn't affect one particular person. Um, all walks of life are affected by the disease of alcoholism and addiction. And so I think one of the biggest things um, when I got to treatment was, again, I was loved on for the first time in a really long time. I was supported for the first time in a really long time. I was heard for the first time in a really long time. And I learned first and foremost that this is a disease and it wasn't me. It wasn't something that I did. It wasn't, I wasn't a failure. This is something that I could not control. And I think just knowing that helps ease the apprehension of getting help. 
La Hacienda believes in treating substance use disorder with a combination of medical science, clinical counseling, all built on the foundation of spiritual principles. And so I think it's very helpful um, for somebody to be able to get mind, body, spirit um, to be successful long-term. 40% of the employees at La Hacienda have been there 10 years or more. So that really helps with the continuity of the care in our patients. We put patients first and profits last in everything that we do. Um, I'm going on nine years at La Hacienda, and that's a long time for a person in business development to be at one facility. And um, I just think it's really, it's a family feeling. And so our clinical director's been there over 30 years. Our medical director has been there almost 20 years. Um, there's just a lot, like I said, of continuity of care. They have the same philosophies and they work together. They staff on every patient every single day. And so we know what's going on clinically, medically, spiritually, and they all come together and, and create this beautiful picture of where we want this patient to be and how to get them there. Yeah, absolutely. It speaks a lot about the culture of the organization and, and what it's providing to the folks that come in. Yeah. You talked about 30-day stays at La Hacienda. Are there instances where a person might stay longer? And if so, is there a cap on how long a person might stay? Great question, because I didn't answer that thoroughly. La Hacienda is typically a 30-day stay because insurance usually covers 30 days of treatment. Now, if somebody needs to be there longer, we absolutely can go up to 90 days at La Hacienda, and we will. Um, does insurance always cover that? Yes and no. So it just depends on the individual patient. If we can get more insurance days, we are absolutely going to... Um, try to get as much as we possibly can. Um, but after that, if they do want to stay or if they have to stay um, because the courts want them to stay longer, they're able to stay. Um, it's just a little bit more of a cost and it goes down significantly. What does the 60 to 90 day program look like at La Hacienda? Um, that program's called Foundation Stone and that was built upon years and years of research and years and years of patients coming to us and maybe not being ready to leave. Um, there might be other issues. Like I said before, there's a lot of underlying issues that come with substance use disorder. And so um, we are not able to do all the work in 30 days that one needs. There's a lot of people that come to us with a lot of trauma and we cannot unpack that trauma in 30 days. We never want a patient to come to us and um, not be able to close the can of worms. And so 60 to 90 days allows us to do a lot more trauma work, a lot more inner child work. What happened? Why? How did you get to this point in your life? And so um, the 60 to 90 days does do a lot more trauma work. We do a lot more family work. We do um, some modalities that we're not able to do in 30 days, clinical modalities, family sculpting. Um, they do more family work with the family of the patient, um, and they're able to really dive deep into the 12 steps of recovery. So if someone's there for 30 days, they might get to step four, um, whereas whenever the, we, they do the foundation stone, they finish all 12 steps. They are active in the 12-step recovery community um, at La Hacienda, and they just they get a lot more out of the program. Whether we're talking about the 30-day stay or the 60- to 90-day stay, 
for the folks that I might be referring over, we might have court settings coming up. Mm -hmm. In your experience, based on the initial admission letter and then the essentially progress reports that the attorney is receiving, have you found that the courts have been willing to sometimes excuse a client from appearing in court? Absolutely. Um, Since I've been at Law Hacienda, nobody has had to leave treatment to go appear in court. If that is something that the courts won't budge on, then absolutely they can leave Law Hacienda to go meet that court appearance. But that has not happened in my experience um, from the time that I've worked there. Usually the weekly progress notes um, are just exactly what they need. They know how the client's doing. Now with COVID, you know, virtual has been a big, a a big deal in the court system and a big deal in the the counseling session. So if somebody needs to appear virtually, that's something that we have done. Absolutely. Wonderful. Thank you for being here with us today. I anticipate in addition to folks that are themselves looking for La Hacienda, we might get viewers who are other attorneys. What's the best way for an attorney to refer someone over to La Hacienda? Sure. Well, I really, and I think you guys as well, like to have a personal relationship with my referral sources. So I want to meet lawyers. I want to educate lawyers on addiction. You can reach me at smcdonald at lahacienda.com, as well as go on to our website, www.lahacienda.com. There you'll be able to get the phone number to call the admissions line, or you can submit a request right then and there. There's also a really great video on the bottom of our homepage that really kind of shows you who we are and what we're about. And so I encourage anybody to um, go into our homepage, watch the La Hacienda video um, and get a hold of me. I would love to talk to you. Perfect. And certainly any attorney in, in the Tarrant County area is welcome to call me and I'm happy to provide them with your contact information so they can reach you directly. Absolutely. Perfect. Well, thank you again for being here. Thank you. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to follow us on your favorite podcast platform. We also offer our podcasts in video format on YouTube. Thank you again for listening to today's episode. This is Benson Varghese signing off.